This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com A friend of mine wanted to buy something very special for his wife. So he walks into a silver store. He's got himself a whole bunch of stuff he could get her. And he says to the lady who's running the store, he says, I want to buy my wife something. There's really no budget. I'll spend whatever it is. Tell me what is the nicest thing in the store. What's the nicest thing that I could present to my wife? And he starts looking around and he sees silver vases and candle holders and everything silver. Beautiful. $5,000, $8,000, $3,000, each thing. And he's walking around with the lady. And the lady says to him, do you want to know what the nicest thing you can get your wife is? And he says, yeah. Before I tell you what she says, I want to tell you an idea. Pazak says, that Eliezer shows up, he's looking for a wife for Yitzvah. And he shows up and he makes this, like, Hail Mary promise, or Hail Mary condition, that maybe this is going to work. Hashem, I'm looking for a wife, I'm looking for a girl from a good family, who's going to come out to the well, and I'm going to ask her, can you give me something to drink? And she's going to say to me, "You, I'm going to give you to drink, not only am I going to give you to drink, I'm going to give all of your camels to drink until everybody is satisfied. Great. Shows up Rivka. She's standing there and he goes over to her and he says to her, excuse me, can I have a drink? And the Pasuk says, she gives him a drink and then she says to him, by the way, I'm not just going to give you a drink, I'm going to give all your camels to drink. And Eliezer says, so you'd think he would say, she's the girl. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum. That's not what he does. He doesn't do that. The Pesach says, very interesting. It says, she goes out, she gives him the drink, she says, I'm going to give all your camels to drink, and then, The man was waiting. He was waiting. He's waiting to see if Hashem is going to make him matzliach or not. And then what happens? All the camels went ahead and they all drank. And then he goes over to her, he gives her a drink, and he says to her, what family are you from? And then she's, then, then they're Metzlech. I have a question for you. You have Eliezer, who, he himself was a servant, right? So he knew how to serve. And he shows up with a whole bunch of guys. Let's say 10 men, right? And they have a whole bunch of camels. Let's say 10 camels. Let's just say. And they show up, and they're standing there with 10 men, 10 camels, and these guys are all servants. They're all slaves. So they know what it means to work. And he's looking for a girl who's going to serve these men. Now, that in and of itself is bizarre. You're waiting for a little girl who's three years old to, to offer to give you guys a drink. The well is right here. Here's the bucket. You know, you know what to do, right? Why didn't she just say, but she's not going to do it because she's a huge sadekas. So she doesn't do that. And she actually says, oh, I'm from this town. Let me help you guys out. Once she says, I'm going to give you the drink, and I'm going to give all of your camels to drink. How long does that take? And if you look in Rashi, Rashi says, the first time she came, the water rose up to her. But then afterwards, she had to crank down the well, crank it back up, crank down the well, crank it back up. Each time, the bucket had to go down and up, and then pour it, and up and down, and pour it, right? So what does that take? 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour? So you have 11 men standing there with their arms folded. These are the servants. And they're letting this three-year-old girl for a half hour go back and forth and back and forth and back. Like, why didn't why didn't he just save everybody the Agmas Nefesh and say to her, ding, 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 
We have a winner. There was magical words. You said the magical words. Let's go home. Why did he make her do all this work? What is he making her schlep and schlep and schlep? Why? He should turn to his guys and say, this is the girl, carry her home. Let's see which family she's from. Let's go. What is he making her schlep and schlep? He should have said to her, great, you said the magical words. Wonderful. We have ourselves a wife. Why does he make her go through the work? I think there's two answers here, and I think both answers are equally as important. The first concept is that a lot of people think a relationship is about saying all the right things. I love you. I love you. You're beautiful. You're so handsome, and I'm so proud of you, and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people, they talk. They talk, and they say all the right things. They say everything that they're, that they're supposed to say. Marriage is not about saying, I love you. Marriage is about showing, I love you. Every time a couple comes to me, they sit down and say to them, tell me a little bit about your marriage. This and this and this. What is your job? Well, I tell my wife I love her. You tell your wife you love her? That's great. What do you do to show her you love her? No, I, I, I tell her all the time, I love you. I, I had couples sitting in my house, literally on the brink of divorce, literally walking out of here. He's walking right, she's walking left. And they go, bye, I love you, have a good, have a good life. I had a guy once, he called me up with a Shiloh, and before he hung up, he goes, take care, I love you, goodbye. And he hung up. And then he called me back, he's like, by the way, I know I said I love you. It's just, I just say it. I just say it. Like, I'm married, I'm newly married, I just, I keep saying I love you. And I was like, yeah, I know. It, it really has no meaning. Meaning we just say it. Words are so cheap. I don't remember who the guddle was, but there was a guddle where there was someone who came and they wanted to debate things with him about the Haskalah. And he said to them, I'm willing to debate you. I'm willing to talk things through. But talk is cheap. He takes off his frock. He tells the guy, take off your, your jacket, your leather jacket. And he says to him, listen, whoever, whoever wins this debate has to walk around with the other one's jacket for a week. And the guy's like, no, I, I I'm not interested in debating. You see, we do this all the time. We say all the right things. Talk is cheap. It's very important to say these things. Don't get me wrong. Saying I love you, saying you're great and you're wonderful and you're beautiful, these things are important. These things are are, are, are 100% important. But marriage is not only about saying the right things, it's about doing the right things. I saw a great quote. It said, marriage is not about saying I love you, it's about proving it. It's about constantly proving it. You understand? If I have a son, I say to him, I love you, I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. And you say to your kid, hey, does your father love you? Yeah, he loves me. Why? He says, I love you. That's the wrong answer. If a kid says, I know my father loves me, because I remember my father, he took off of work and he came home and he sat with me on the floor and he read me a book, even though I knew he was busy, that's a father. When a wife says, I know my husband loves me, because even when he's in the middle of a busy meeting, he, he gives me a call and he says to me, how are you? I care for you. I hope you're doing okay. Is there anything you need to discuss? He, she knows he loves him. It's not, it's not about saying it. It's about doing practical things to convey the message that I love you, that I care for you, that you are an important, one of the most important, if not the most important element in my life. And Eliezer was concerned. I believe he was concerned. He shows up and she says, wow, you got 11 guys here. You got camels. I'll give everybody the drink. And he says, yeah, let, let me see. We'll sit here for a half hour to see 
that you're going to carry through on everything that you said you're going to do. You want to test yourself? You want to push yourself in your marriage? Ask yourself this question. What do I do to show my spouse, actively show my spouse that I love them? What do you do? Whatever that thing is, it's, it's, it's concrete. It's not just words. It's action. Action proves the words that you're saying. They go hand in hand. Now there's another layer over here. The layer is like this. My father said this, and I believe this is also a very deep concept. Eliezer shows up, and he's, he's standing there with 11 men. Let's just say, that's my number, 11 men. Even if it was just him, there were no men. Just, just Eliezer, he's just standing there. And the girl says, hey, you want a drink? He says, yeah. So he says to her, let's see, go through the whole thing. And she goes and she pours the water and she gives him to drink and she gives his camels to drink. He was concerned. He's concerned that the end she's going to turn to him and say, hey, by the way, that's $13.99 per bucket that I poured for you. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I, I, I'm charging you. Here's my invoice. That's, that's such a deep element in giving. Giving means I know what you need from me and then I give it to you. But I don't expect anything in return. I don't just say it, I do it. Something specific. What you need, and then I communicate it, and I give it, and then I don't expect anything else. The marriages are built by two selfless people. That's how you build a marriage. By two selfless people, not saying all the right things. You say all the right things, and then you follow it up with action. That's how it works. I had a guy who came to me, and he's sitting there with his wife, and there's a statistic that says that 80% of complaints in marriage are lodged by the woman. Women, statistically nationwide, complain about marriage four out of five times. Men are sitting there, they go, mm, maybe, I hear, I don't want to be bothered with this right now, and then they deal with it. And four out of five complaints in marriage originate by the woman. And I have a guy sitting here, and his wife is complaining and complaining, and he says, I don't know, everything's, everything's fine by me, I don't, I don't know what she's complaining about. And I said to him, do you love your wife? He said, yeah. I was like, can you tell me, what do you love about her? And he says, well, okay, now that we have to think about it, um, I love I love that she does my laundry. I, I love her supper, right? I love the things that she that she does for me. She keeps the house very clean. Um, she, she raises the kids. That's, that's a good one. Um, she, does a, she does the dishes. He's like, you want me to keep going? Like, I could keep going. I said, yeah, I actually do want you to keep going because you didn't even get going yet. I'll explain to you why. All the things that you love about your wife are things that you love about yourself. There's things that you love that she does for you. So that's why you love her. You're not a giver. You're not a guy who's saying, you know what I love about my wife? I love I love her seichel hayashar. I love schmoozing things through with her because I know I could rely on her. She's such a smart person. I love how my wife deals with certain situations. I love what she brings into the family. I see her amazing qualities. That's a husband. That's a, that's a marriage. It's not about you. It's not about me. This is, I love my wife because she does this about me. That's what I love about her. That's about you. That's selfish. Going back to my friend. My friend tells me, he says, the woman says to him in the silver store, all these things in the store, they're expensive, they're beautiful, your wife will like it. But if you want to know the best thing to give your wife, it's about $1.99. You get in the pharmacy, it's a card. And in that card, you tell your wife all the things you love about her. 
That's the most important part of this gift. And a lot of times we forget this. We think things are expensive. We think, oh my goodness, my wife needs a vacation to who knows where, you know, crazy money and, and, and shoes, thousands of dollars and purses and all these things. Nah, that's nice. That's not what she needs. The emotional needs that a person has, when you fulfill those things truly, selflessly, when you give it to the person without expecting anything in, in return, when you don't just say it, but you actually do it, you prove it, not just to your wife, but to yourself, that's how you build an amazing marriage. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.